Well, it's Thursday <laughs> again. We had a catastrophic mechanical functional failure. On multiple levels. Oh, my God. Technology is really just bending us over yeah, right now. Yeah, but you know what? We all have days like this, so it's it, it goes into so many of the the future podcasts that are coming up that you just have this team and you're ready for yep. war and we're here to do it together to make a difference. Yeah, we're actually being forced to live all the things that we say. Exactly. And you know what? Today's theme is humility. And Yep. Yeah. Yep. We we we've got a lot of that today. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. If if people only knew on on a, on a smooth day, this whole process is maybe an hour per episode, right? With the editing, the recording, all that good stuff and the writing. Today, it's going to be triple that. Oh, at least. It's going to be triple yeah, that. That's So, I hope it's I hope it's reflective. I hope the episode is worth the 3 hours that we're putting into this one cuz <laughs> it better be goddamn it. <laughs> it is, I can assure you. It is Thursday, January 20th. It's humility. Shall we get started, David? Let's just trailblaze this motherfucker. <laughs> Galvanized by the call of duty, fearful only in reflection. Michelle, I had to reflect upon this quite deeply. This, th- there, there was an event that took place this week that just set my, my mind into a totally different space. And I think this is something that you can relate to, especially uh, recently. And I guess, I guess the question to you is, and I, and I know what the answer is, have you ever been in a situation where crisis strikes and your body just is propelled into motion before you even comprehend it in your brain? Although we'd all love to answer no, thank God, it's quite the opposite when you're when that happens to you and you say, yes, I have, thank goodness. And it shows a lot about you and I, I agree. your soul and your spirit and who you are. It gives you a lot of answers. You know, that is the pressure and the, the instantaneous response defines basically who you are without having to say a word. You, you can talk a good game. Oh, yeah, I'm a hero, right? And then you watch this motherfucker sit in their chair anchored as someone a couple tables over starts to choke, mm-hmm. right? So, so how, how do you react? Uh, have you ever been in that situation? Have you ever been in a room where someone starts to choke? How many people stand up to help? Right. Very few. The, in fact, uh, the, uh, the minority, the minority, if it's one person, it's actually a surprise. Yes. And the most other people are just kind of staring, like uh, just observing. Frozen. Right, right frozen. Frozen. So that that says a whole lot about who you are. And some of us are charged by that opportunity to act selflessly and take charge while others are just sitting there on their hands or worse, getting their phone out. Right. Right. So many of that. Yeah, true. And then there's those who run toward the fire while there's the mass of people that are running from it. Right. Those heroes are fewer and further between, I think, every generation. But that's maybe that's just you know, my biased viewpoint from where I sit. But in that split second that you make that decision to be a hero or to be a zero, much of it is predetermined by your subconscious. It's not as if you're born a hero, but you've, you've somehow gained that knowledge and that need to rise up and to help your fellow man yeah, you've put your, in a crisis. You've put yourself out there. You've experienced... You've allowed it to come in. You've welcomed it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and I have to say, 
to further that point, while <laughs> while my neither of my parents would have run into a burning building, there there's there's a spectrum, right? There's this continuum of heroism, right? You've got on the far left, you get the folks that are sitting on their hands perpetually or trying to profit off of tragedy and loss, you know, like the scum that you know, the the TMZ types, right? And then you've got the folks that are all in, like totally in. Uh, I am, I'm actually looking for an opportunity to save somebody from a burning vehicle or whatever. And then most people lie somewhere in between those two, those ends. And I, I'm certainly one. I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm, 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 you know, a superhero, but I'm ready. I'm ready to pounce and, and burst into action without notice. Yeah. You're, you're mentally yeah. prepared. Right. And I, I've got to tell you in the psyche where the subconscious says, don't question this, just go into action. That that hero type of behavior rarely ever questions the risk involved. And they're very rarely contemplating what's truly in the balance. They just act. And and you have a great story because your 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 Sunday, your day of gratitude is surrounded with thanking the folks that saved your husband's life. Yeah. Am I not the right? Ultimate form of gratitude is I get to sit with these two men who rescued my husband from a freak surfing accident where he was basically not knocked out, but the wind taken out of him underwater held there and lost conscious. And these two men without hesitation, the first on the scene truly thought it was a shark attack by the way my husband was laying and then his legs were above water straight up. So the first thing that comes to a surfer's mind out there is, oh, there's a shark pulling him under there. And he never even hesitated and went straight towards the body to rescue it. And I get to sit and hear these wow. men tell their story and sit in appreciation and awe of these two. And I've talked with them and both of them never hesitated. One even said, I, I didn't even freeze. I just, my adrenaline kicked in and I went towards it. And it's just, it gives me chills talking about it. So yeah, it's remarkable how even the people who think I could never do that would surprise themselves. I think most often than not by just jumping into action. And it's, it's such a selfless act Michelle, there, there's there's no real gain for these individuals. They're swimming towards a fucking shark. That's what's in their mind, right? right? But yet they've completely canceled out the risk, and they didn't really think about what was in the balance for them. They just acted. Acted on the instinct to go towards it. I, I wish I were there to witness the recollection that they're having, but I bet, because I've, I've seen it, I've experienced it myself earlier this week, that often they're, these people are amazed <laughs> at how risky their behavior was in retrospect <laughs> and how things could have gone terribly wrong as if they were possessed by a third-party power who took them over in the moment, erasing fear, erasing doubt, erasing pessimism, and allowing them to just execute in the most purest fashion at the highest performance level. And so this is, this is where I want to sit with them and have them realize that one, they've changed our lives and two, right. I, I, I just hope it sinks in that 
there's people out there who would never have done this. And what you did in reflection was nothing short of being a hero. I bet they're going to realize at that point how just how crazy that their actions were. And you know, you're giving them the impact story. And, and the one thing I have to say, knowing your husband, is if the shoe was on the other foot or if, if the, body, the other body was underwater, he would have rushed out and have been that guy. Right? There are just certain types of people that would do that. Without a doubt. Right. And those are the people that you know have your back. And that's – thank God for those people. And thank, humanity should thank these people because to them it's just business as usual. Whereas to most people, it's, oh, look, there's a guy drowning over there. Who's going who's gonna to be the one to jump in? You know, oh, my God. It's, it's it was such a contrast. That continuum is a, is a fascinating thing to me. And I, I have my own little story, which is, is kind of a, um, now just almost like a sub story to your story. But <laughs> you, know, you know about Merv. You know, we, we've been dancing around his name. We've been calling a whole, whole bunch of different names to protect his identity. But he's now authoring, has authored uh, a journal of his journey and has put his name on it. And in fact, he's also in a commercial where his name is his name. So I'm the, I don't feel like I need to hide. And it's so freeing to be able to use his actual yeah. name. So Merv, 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 Merv. <laughs> say it loud, <laughs> say it proud. Oh, definitely both. So th- he created this journal and he he wrote some deep, introspective, amazing things from his perspective that shined a light upon the fact that we were on a a tightrope together. That's basically how he describes the journey that we Mm -hmm. took together. And he's full-blown claiming that we as a team saved his life and that the analogy is that we were traversing the Grand Canyon on this tightrope, that the stakes were the highest they'd ever been for his life because he could have easily... Perished. He was definitely circling the drain for lack of sensitive uh, <laughs> analogy. And this could have been the end for him. Yet nobody in this paradigm really cared to think to look down. Right. And we just, we looked and we focused on the other side. We didn't contemplate what could go wrong. We just did it. And now though, in retrospect, as I'm reading this journal, and the journey that we took together, it's clear that while we're now safely on the other side and we're talking about the massive risks and, and the fact that no one else was willing to take that risk, similar to the, guy that, that, the guys that saved your husband's life, my palms are now sweating in retrospect. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. I'm like, right, shit, that could have gone horribly wrong. That could have gone <laughs> terribly wrong. That could have gone. T-. And I'm like, wow, I, I didn't really realize at that point that I, my adrenaline should have been pumping and I was, I was ice cubes in my veins. Mm. And now my heart swells with, you know, this intense amount of gratitude that I'm receiving from him. And I'm now able to just I, take that exhale. And, and, and I feel like it is behind us. And I, I'm, I'm now thinking, holy crap, had I not taken that first step right. and put him on my shoulders and carried him across when he needed needed it, this would have been a very different outcome. And it's a very different outcome for so many other people that don't get that level of treatment. To say the least, on a day of humility, I'm incredibly humbled by all of what has gone on between he and I over this course. So my question is to everyone else, are you possessed 
by the hero spirit. It's the, the spirit that sends you into action into that call of duty. And you're not even aware that you're doing it because you're so hardwired or, and don't be embarrassed and don't, don't lie to yourself. Or are you anchored by the complacency of the zero behavior? And so if you are a zero looking to be a hero, we certainly can help you fix that. Michelle, I hear the homework bell going off. What do you so have for good. us today? I want to know from the listeners how often you, th- you contemplate death. It's been a practice mm. of philosophers for so many centuries. One, it fills you with being in the present moment. You're constantly thinking about death, which fills you with gratitude and appreciation for that present moment, being here, experiencing all the ups and downs. And it also allows you to think about sort of the what if scenarios where you can really practice for game time, practice for the the big game. And they reflect on it. It's called memento mori. And they often have things laying around the house or at their desk or in the pocket to constantly remind them of death. And it helps keep you present and grounded. I love to think about scenarios of what ifs. We were talking earlier, even like what would happen if you're in a grocery store and there's an active shooter situation? What are you planned Mm. and prepared to go into? And if this means going out and taking a CPR class or an emergency evacuation class, I urge you, if you're the one who think, oh, I think I'd be a zero, go out and build that confidence through experience. There's nothing wrong with that. I love all that. And I also couldn't help but notice the theme of <laughs> preparing for war, right? And you've, you, you've got all these, these things in place. And then tomorrow's episode, we're going to talk about being on the battlefield. And in the, the, I guess it's Saturday. We just have this, this, this stream that runs through. We're going to be talking about weaponry, but not in the way that you might think. The, the thing that terrifies me, Michelle, is the folks that aren't conscious, that or, or worse, they're conscious about not yes. doing anything. You know, I, I watched an elder fall once in front of uh, Safeway, and he hit his head on one of those parking things. And I got at my car. I sprung into action. I was directing people to get ice, to tell the manager. And then there was just a group of people standing around. And then I saw a teenage kid on his bike, pulls out his <gasps> phone, starts filming it. I'm like, you little motherfucker. Right? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with the people that are just standing around? But that is so, that is, that is from the dawn of time. You've got the people that are going to take action and do something about it. Then you've got the other people that are just going to stare at it. Like, what are you doing just staring at it? Don't you feel out of place? Don't you feel worthless at this wow. point? What, what propels that person? Or then you hear the, oh, I'm not getting involved because I'm going to get sued. No, that's their problem, not mine. And they're like, wow, motherfucker. When you're on the ground... I hope somebody like you walks yeah, by. Right. I really do. But but if I'm walking by, even though you're an asshole, I'm going to help you. Just crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, did you I get do. fired up there? <laughs> fired up on a Speaking Thursday. Of firing up. Get out there and fly yes. that kite. Yako Key.